I'm Steph. And I'm Drew. And you're listening to Spirited Spirits. everyone had a wonderful holiday season and to kick off the new year and our new season we thought it would be fun to look back and reflect on the strange things that happened in 2022. Now a lot of the news stories I plan to feature tonight mostly went under the radar so to speak. I know there was a lot of normal quote-unquote normal crazy shit going on this year um, around the world but I saw these articles and I felt I had to share them with all of you listeners. So, Andrew, (laughs) he hasn't even heard these yet. I haven't even heard these yet. I mean, you may have seen them on the news, but um, probably not. So, I plan to post the links to these articles in our show notes in case you all would like to learn more and kind of do your own research. Yeah, and uh, before we begin, we want to let you know that we're planning to offer two episodes this week since we took an extra week off to prepare for the new season. So this episode should be posted Tuesday, yeah, you think? That's, yeah. yeah, and then we will probably have another one uh, this Friday night. Yes. So we're excited for Friday night's episode because we plan to share with you all our top five horror movies to watch for January. So Drew and I have been, <laughs> Drew and I have been celebrating January. For more than 10 years, it's our way of combating seasonal depression. So, you know, we watch horror movies that are set in cold, snowy, dreary, dark, isolated locations. The best way to combat (laughs) seasonal depression. (laughs) So let's get started. Let's discuss the top nine strange things that happened in 2022. So um, the top of our list, number nine. Pennsylvania parks officials deny posting signs warning of Bigfoot activity in the state parks. So for months, visitors have been finding signs that appear to be on Pennsylvania Department of Conservation and Natural Resources letterhead. And it reads, warning, due to encounters in the area of a creature resembling Bigfoot, we are instructing all park visitors to observe elevated park etiquette. Be cautious of your surroundings and to keep the location of any small children or pets within a tighter scope of awareness. Do not approach the creature. Report any sightings to a ranger, front office, or to the DCNR, that's the Department of Conservation and Natural Resources, Office of Missing Persons. So they they deny posting. Yeah, so of, of oh. course park officials are saying, we did not post these. These are not official signage that we approved. Um, and they came out and said, Bigfoot isn't real. So they're denying it. Right. 
And one article I found said that although the majority of Bigfoot sightings seem to be in the Pacific Northwest, there have been reported sightings in Pennsylvania over the years. The Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization shows there are more than 120 credible sightings in the state, according to that organization's database. And in related news, I thought this was interesting, Oklahoma lawmakers proposed a Bigfoot hunting season. Not that they were wanting anyone to kill it, but offering a cash prize to anyone who could provide evidence of Bigfoot's existence. When you say hunting season, though, someone's going to go out with a gun and I try know, to shoot it. I know, but I'm just telling you, I saw that article and that's literally what it said. Okay. So. Um, so, that's, so that's interesting, but that also sounds like that someone is just like putting that signage up. Yes, and I, I should note that a lot of the, um, a lot, I guess the officials have been asked about it numerous times. Um, it's also been posted on social media. So people have like taken pictures of it or shown video on TikTok um, of the signs okay. up in the, the parks. Right. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, kind of makes you wonder who's doing it. <laughs> the same person. Like, okay, so... I think pranks, like paranormal pranks like this have been going on for so long. I mean, we know crop circles aren't real because it was never, or some of them aren't real. Remember they said that some, some like there was like a couple guys with like some boards and stuff and they would do it. I'm not just talking about like signs, like the, you know, the movie. Yes, I know. But there was definitely some pranksters that could yeah, do that kind of stuff. But, but, but just because people start doing it as a prank doesn't mean that. Right. Anyway, I don't know. Okay. Number eight. Strange sounds of a black hole. Okay, I've heard of this one. Okay, you did. Okay. Yes. So you've likely heard that in space, no one can hear you scream. In fact, it is a tagline from one of our favorite movies. Yes, it is. Alien. But scientists are discovering that the notion that there is no sound in space is simply not true. In fact, NASA released an audio clip representing sound waves originating from a gigantic black hole at the center of the Perseus galaxy cluster and i will link the clip in our show notes so you can listen for yourself and i'm going to play it for drew real quick so we're going to take a pause for just a second okay so we're back and i just let drew listen to it and what did you think uh that was terrifying yeah that's pretty damn creepy i don't know what i thought a black hole would sound like but it wasn't that. That was nightmare fuel. Like I could, I could, if I. <laughs> like the depths of hell or something. Right. Like people just moaning. And... Yeah. It was like a, a, like a moaning sound mm-hmm. and that would be. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. So it is important to note that the sound has been edited and amplified so that humans can hear it. But still, that's some creepy shit. Oh, that's very creepy. <laughs> Additionally, astronomers were baffled after discovering a black hole was burping out energy from a small star it had consumed or rather shredded i did remember reading that in 2018 yes in october of 2022 the astronomers published their findings which indicated one black hole's tidal disruption event or tde was releasing energy at an extraordinary velocity about half the speed of light and more than two years after shredding the star now this is highly unusual because most radio emissions Form black holes or from black holes are within the first few months of consuming a star. So usually they hear this kind of 
rate these radio emissions um, that they describe as burps within the first few months of them of the black holes shredding the star. And 99% of the time, the energy emitted is much lower. So this marks the first time that researchers have seen this sort of speed associated with a TDE, and they can't explain why it's happening. Yeah. Thoughts? I mean, space is such a like vast thing that we don't know a lot about. Um, and so I think when stuff like this it like comes to light and they're able to let our little human ears hear some of this stuff it's it's both fascinating and terrifying yeah and again like if you could if you hadn't heard the sound before think about what you think a black hole would sound like because you're going to be completely wrong (laughs) (laughs) all right number seven droughts are exposing secret cities and remains underneath lakes that have dried up so I found several articles in which droughts have revealed human remains, volcanic rock, early settlements, ancient locations, sunken ships and planes, and even dinosaur footprints. Wasn't there an article, because I feel like I've read some of these, wasn't there an article where like Native American remains were found in like... Yeah, there's so many. Like I, I note this here, down here. Honestly, I could have done a full episode on all the revelations that the 2022 drought has re- unveiled around the world because there is just so much. Right. But I don't have time to go ever every instance in tonight's episode. Right. So if you're interested in learning more, you can check out the links that I'm going to post in the show notes. But for now, there's just a few that I wanted to highlight um, based on some articles I found. So a once submerged ghost town known as Mormon Island reemerged after water receded at Folsom Lake in California. The drought has revealed building foundations, broken pottery, and other signs of a bustling town prior to its destruction. Now, apparently the town was one of the largest during the gold rush era and had a population of 2,500. It was the main stopping point for stagecoaches between Sacramento and Coloma. According to one article I read, the town had, at one point, four hotels, seven saloons, a winery, post office, schools, shops, and a cemetery. But a decade after its founding, the town was destroyed by a fire and was never reconstructed. So, in 1955, the Folsom Dam Dam was built and the area was flooded. Also, the mega drought at Lake Mead has revealed several sunken boats, including a World War II Higgins boat. It's like a landing boat, I think is what it said. Um, And also human remains. According to ABC News, the remains of Thomas Ernt were found in spring of 2022, 20 years after he drowned while swimming with his family at Lake Mead. Which Mm -hmm. I think is just both sad and also... Maybe gives his family comfort they can finally put his body to rest. Um, in Dinosaur Valley State Park located in Glen Rose, Texas, officials discovered 113 million-year-old dinosaur tracks normally covered by the Paluxy River. Yeah, the, the kiddo would love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and along those similar lines, number six, a sea dragon was discovered in the UK. Oh. Okay, technically it was a... Ichthyosaurus, 
but close enough. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so the remains of the 10-meter-long ancient marine creature were discovered after a lagoon island was drained at the Rutland Water Nature Reserve in February. The skeletal remains are the largest and most complete fossil ever found in, of the ichthyosaur. Ichthyosaurus? <laughs> it's hard to say. Um, and researchers hope to study the well-preserved specimen to learn more about the ancient reptile. Ichthyosaurs lived hundreds of millions of years ago during the Triassic period. And number five, a massive sinkhole opened up in August in Chile. The sinkhole has a depth of 656 feet. That's insane. And is 105 feet wide. Canada's Lunden Mining Corporation owns the land where it appeared, and they believe the sinkhole is stable, but investigators are still trying to determine how it happened. And there's concern because it's near the company's Minera Ojos del Salado, uh, copper, hopefully I pronounced it right, <laughs> copper mining operations, and authorities have suggested that it could be from excessive mining oh, wow. that caused the sinkhole. Now, I don't know what it is about sinkholes, but they act, they scare the shit out of me. Like the idea that the that the earth could just open up beneath you and you could just be powerless, like to stop it. Like you just fall to your death. You're swallowed up by the earth. There's a, there's it scares a video, the shit out of me. I saw a video one time where a sinkhole happens and this guy like has to like jump across it. Oh my God. And he he almost doesn't make it like his friend has to grab him and the sinkhole's like falling oh my god that's so scary and i don't know what country it was in but it was pretty terrifying i don't like that at all like that scares the shit out of me because there's just nothing you can do like it just it just happens there's no explanation half the time oh and you know and here in in kentucky there had there was a sinkhole in Bowling Green do you remember a few years back yeah it took down the um Uh, Corvette Museum yes it swallowed up some of the Corvettes. Yeah. Oh my God, that scares the shit out of me. And with the caverns and stuff, like we have a lot of cave systems. Ooh. And yeah. Okay. That's a movie. <laughs> yeah. A book. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or well, the descent they go down in the caverns, but there's no sinkhole. Anyway, okay. Number four. Archaeologists have unearthed the skeletal remains of a suspected female vampire in a cemetery in Poland. <laughs> now, I thought you would enjoy this one because of our podcast earlier this year. Yeah. So, according to CBS News, researchers found the remains of a woman with a sickle around her neck and a triangular padlock on her foot at a gravesite in the village of Pien. As you may recall from our Vampires and Fino episode, um, it's a two-parter. Suspected vampires often had sickles or stakes embedded in their corpses to prevent them from rising from the grave. It would actually, so like if they went to rise, like literally sit up, it would just like slice through their neck. That was kind of what they were going for. And it prevented them from seeking revenge on the living. If you haven't had a chance to listen to our two-parter series on vampires, I highly recommend it if you want to go back and listen. Um, Not only do we talk about the history and folklore of vampires, but we also talked about crimes committed by alleged modern-day vampires. I'm happy that you picked this one because I think we talked about a couple episodes ago, or in in last season, I guess, um, about my D&D night. Yes, it was just like the previous episode, number 31 or whatever. This was, uh, yeah, this 
news story was the inspiration for it was yes okay well yeah. then there you go yeah there you go okay number three a google engineer was fired for believing the company's artificial intelligence or ai had become sentient oh great so okay this also freaks the shit out of me because so i saw the terminator and terminator 2 at a very young age well before i probably should have um and I didn't fully comprehend the idea of AI and the Skynet piece, you know, right. like, and so it was just a different time back then. AI was young, but also if you think about it, the first movie came out in 1984 and then Terminator 2 came out in 1991. So you're talking about computers and technology were just beginning to take off. I mean, the internet and the World Wide web, as it was known, was in its infancy, Right. Right. I don't even remember having a computer in 1991. So the idea of computers taking over didn't really make sense to me at the time. It wasn't until I was much older that it like and now it's like we carry connected computers in our pockets, you know, our iPhones or our smartphones. Right. We have Alexa and other virtual assistants that are listening into our conversations. So the idea of Skynet. And the Terminators seems like a very real possibility. So let me tell you the story about this Google engineer. Okay. His name's Blake Lemoyne. And he began talking to La Laminda, or it's L A and then Like Lambda? Lambda? Yeah, is that is that yeah. what it is? Lambda. Yeah, Lambda. Um, the company's artificial intelligence system, which builds the chatbots, okay? After numerous conversations, he started to believe the technology was sentient. Lambda spoke of personhood and its rights. Oh. Lemoyne started to track these conversations and in a Google Doc, and he actually presented it to the executives to kind of see, like, look, yeah. I think this has become sentient. Um, they looked at his research, and then they dismissed his claims and fired him. Oh. According to the Washington Post article... Lambda utilizes Google's most advanced large language models, a type of AI that recognizes and generates text. These systems cannot understand language or meaning, researchers say, but they can produce, produce deceptively human-like speech because they are trained on massive amounts of data crawled from the internet to predict the next most likely word in a sentence. So this is what their excuse is for why. But isn't it interesting, if it was just him saying look look i think this is sentient they're like oh yeah whatever i don't believe it why did they fire him yeah that's what i was wondering like why wouldn't they just why why would they fire him like there's got to be more to the story here than they're letting on well that's creepy because i already, I already feel like some of the virtual assistants stuff they, they listen in on my conversations mm -hmm. and stuff you've like caught that. them they're recorded it's, yes it's recorded in the the thing and um i had listened to a podcast a while back uh and i'm blanking on which which one it was but they were talking about technology modern technology and ai and how you know just like with skynet and terminator if they deem that humankind is um you know destructive and could possibly um you know, what's the right word? Like, take itself out. Like, if humankind is a threat to its own, to the world, they can be like, well, we're going to blow it up. So, I mean, that's what Skynet does is they, they soon, that's the scariest part in Terminator 2 
for me is when those nukes, when she has the vision of the nukes going off in the future. You're talking about Sarah Connor? Yeah, Sarah Connor has has this, like, premonition of nukes. And, like... She's holding onto the fence. Oh, my God. And, yeah, that is the... Oh, my God. That is one of the scariest things that I've ever seen in my entire life. It scares the actual shit out of me. Um, so that idea that, like, if if these... If this AI, this advanced technology has control over our nuclear or like you know our our weaponry right our united states military yeah systems and weapons what what could it do like well and google and google's in everything i mean yeah hell i mean yeah so that's that's concerning and it they keep track of (laughs) everything i mean you think about these Companies that are keeping track of everything we search, and then you find an ad on your phone or on Facebook or you on say something out loud, right? And you'll get an ad on on Facebook, right? I've seen that. Have you seen those like TikToks or reels where people are like, they, some someone leaves their phone out and they're like, "I'm trying to." Uh, yes, yes. Where they're like <laughs> therapy. Yes, no, but like you know, you'll say like you know, oh, I need to go to the store, and you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, buy deodorant, and then next thing you know, you're there's a deodorant, deodorant ad, yeah. ad on social media it's that's crazy town Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so let's move on to number two thanks to climate change we now have to worry about zombie viruses oh fantastic being released from the thawing permafrost it's like what level of jumanji are we at now (laughs) so according to the washington post a team of european researchers discovered 13 previously unknown pathogens that have been trapped in the previously frozen ground in siberia one in particular had been trapped under a frozen lake for more than 48,000 years. Scientists claim the viruses are only infectious to amoebas. However, there is a risk that other viruses still trapped in the permafrost could spread to animals and even humans. According to the article, Siberia, this is quote, quote, Siberia is warming at one of the fastest rates on Earth, about four times the global average. For many recent summers, it has been plagued by wildfires and temperatures reaching 100 degrees Fahrenheit. And its permafrost, soil that is so thoroughly cold that it remains frozen even through the summer, is rapidly thawing. That means that organisms that have been locked away for thousands of years are now being exposed as longer periods of defrosting at the soil surface enables objects that have been trapped below to rise upward, end quote. Fantastic. Yeah. That's just fantastic. Yeah. That's, um... Like, we already just had a pandemic. We just went through all that shit right. with the coronavirus. Now we have zombie viruses that are ancient. That are coming back to life. <sighs> yeah. What? <laughs> we don't need this. We don't need this kind of negativity It's like in the our worst life. game of SimCity of all time. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> no, the two things that reminds... that So that reminds me of The Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So or- I kind of thought of that too. Yeah. An orga- organism like like that thaws and begins like infecting humans as a means of survival. Um, also, that episode of X Files where mm-hmm. Mulder and Scully investigate what killed a team of like geophysicists. Yeah. yeah, I remember stationed that. in a remote. I mean, that's like the same thing. It's like a- it's an Alaskan. I think they didn't they um, <gasps> didn't they do that episode as like an homage to the thing? Yeah, because I mean, they I go to the Alaskan like, outpost and, and there's a, like a it's an alien life parasitic form. alien life form. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, so um, we need to uh, fix climate change, guys. Cause yeah, let's just go ahead and do that. I wish we could. It's true, true, true. Um, 
Well, number one, the number one strangest thing that happened in 2022, of course, this is in my opinion, <laughs> was the UFO congressional hearing. It was probably the biggest paranormal thing that happened this year. Well, and it was kind of talked about in the news, but it was like quickly kind of brushed under the rug. If you didn't watch it live, the news articles do not do it justice. So I did watch it live on Facebook and I was shocked at what was revealed. Now to be clear, they didn't actually come out and say, oh, there's definitely aliens and this is alien technology and it's in our skies and what do we... No, what they said was that unidentified aerial phenomena, which is UAPs, that's what they're now calling UFOs, because I guess they came up with a new term so it didn't sound as alien-like, I don't know. But UAPs pose a very real threat to our national security. They don't know where these UAPs are coming from. They don't necessarily think it's from a foreign government because other governments have been reporting this phenomena as well. But they can't rule it out. Could be Russia, could be China. But to their knowledge, they haven't found anything that indicates these countries actually have this advanced technology. So during the hearings, Deputy Director of Naval Intelligence Scott Bray showed unclassified images and videos of UAPs. Now, these are videos that have been taken because there were many military officers that were reporting seeing these objects. And so these are recordings like from flights that they had where they had recorded these objects. Okay, so you've probably heard of like the TikTok video and stuff like that, right? So these objects, these unidentified aerial phenomena appear to be unmanned and move without any discernible means of propulsion, meaning it we don't have this technology. We don't have the right. ability to recreate this. I remember seeing a video where like something moves, but it, it, I mean, most of them like move. It's hard erratic. to see. It's kind of, and it's kind of grainy. Too. Yeah. And it's all like erratic movements. Mm-hmm. Yes. What really made my jaw drop though, was when they were asked, when these officials were asked, if the U.S. military had used this technology to advance our own, they responded with, sir, that would be best answered in a closed session. That's a yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's a yes. And then later, when they were asked if there were reports of unidentified submerged objects or USOs, meaning objects that could fly up in the sky and then submerge down into the water, okay? Because these have been reported. Officials again responded, that would best be answered in closed session. After the public hearing, which was the first congressional hearing on UFO sightings in more than 50 years, this is why I find it to be the most fascinating and interesting and strange strange thing to come out of 2022 because we right. have not it's had been... this kind of congressional hearing on UFOs in 50 years. They then went into closed session to discuss this classified information. So you can't tell me that they had, I mean, why wouldn't they just answer with no? If those, right. no. if those responses, if they had just been no. Yeah. That's, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in those in those closed sessions. I would have loved to hear what the hell they have. They have they have something because yeah. I mean it's like you said it's not a no it's that would be best answered answer in a closed session. session. Yep. So that's a that's a yes without saying a yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, 
So I don't know if you remember, because it was like back in April or March or something when this first came on, that when it was, I got notified on Facebook that they were going live and I automatically tuned in. I remember just sitting there and all listening and kind of taking it all in. And when they responded that first time with, that would be best answered in closed session, I think I ran down to tell you, you I was did. like, babe, babe, you've got to watch this. And you're like, I'm on a call, can't do yeah, yeah, right I was working. I wish I could have. <laughs> yeah, so um, it'd be interesting to see if we could find the full video of that congressional hearing. I wonder if it's available or if they would only show parts of it. Mm. Now, after the fact, you know. Right. Anyway. And again, like I said, some of the articles that I found as follow-up to this hearing did not fully cover no not one article that i found said that they had indicated that when they were asked those questions that they had indicated that would be best answered in a closed session and i find that incredibly interesting because i would be questioning that as a journalist but that's just me were there journalists were there actually journalists there I don't know if they were allowed to ask questions. I think that because it's a congressional hearing, so it's like the lawmakers, you know, the, the congressmen are asking questions on, of the tape. officials who on, were Yeah, it was on tape. Reporting. I don't know if anybody was actually in there as a reporter that could ask questions. I don't think they I don't think they were, but I'd still they be asking. I would be asking questions after the fact if I was a reporter and having watched this live, I would be saying, I have questions. Can I who can I interview? Right. I don't know. Anyway, so listeners, what do you think about these strange occurrences in 2022? We would love to hear from you. Maybe there's one that I missed. Maybe you saw a news article that you found to be really fascinating and strange and creepy or weird. Let us know. Email us at contactspiritedspirits at gmail.com. Yeah, and thank you so much for joining us. So we hope you'll continue to listen every week. Um, as we talk about spirits while sipping on spirits. Yeah, we didn't really sip on spirits tonight because we're trying to do dry-ish Janu- January. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're sipping on tea, actually. Yeah. Good tea. <laughs> yes. Tazo tea. So we hope you all have a great night and we'll talk to you again on Friday.